What do you write about? What do you add as a podcast episode? What do you say? That's probably the biggest challenge of creating content, staring at that blank sheet of paper. But it doesn't have to be, and that's what we're going to talk about today. Okay, here's the show. Welcome to More Than A Few Words, a marketing conversation for business owners. MTFW is part of the Digital Toolbox, and this is your host, Lorraine Ball. And today, we're going to talk about coming up with six months worth of content in a short period of time and doing it all for free. And to help me have this conversation and to really share some great actionable tips with you, I've invited Kathleen Selmans to join me. She's the co-founder of Amplified Now, a hub for solopreneurs and small business owners who want to grow their business sustainably. She promises practical advice and no shiny objects. Kathleen, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Lorraine. I'm happy to be here. Oh, I'm so excited to talk about content because I love creating content, but I, I too, just like everybody else, struggle sometimes. And so I really want to talk about how do you do this? How do you look forward six months and start coming up with content and not spending all month doing it? Right. I love content also, but every week... I feel like I start my weeks behind. We publish two posts a week and every Monday I'm like, oh, oh, good. I I thought I was caught up last week. It feels like laundry, maybe? If if I were to use like a household analogy, coming up with good content is like doing laundry you're actually never done. But unlike laundry, once you start framing content this way, you never run out of content ideas. And that way is to tell stories. Now, I know that's like generic feedback, like, you know, double your rates or be yourself or, you know, <laughs> tell stories. But what when I talk about storytelling and marketing, what I'm talking about is the stories where your clients are the hero. So in The Hobbit, the story is about Frodo. But Gandalf is the, the, the real hero, let's be honest. The, without Gandalf, the story doesn't work. Without Gandalf, there is no transformation. He never finds the ring. He never, gets, he never goes and battles those demons. And it, none of that happens. And so when we think about for our businesses, we are Gandalf, not Frodo. I love that analogy. I'm just enough of a geek to really appreciate the <laughs> reference. But... In that situation, then, is would you say that your clients are Frodo? Is is that really where you're going? And so it's really what you do to help them on their journey? Yes. So when you're telling stories, even it's so easy to say this as a coach, right? If you're if if there are coaches listening to this, obviously you're you're knee deep into your clients' stories. But even if you're not a coach, the transformation is the important thing. We, we can learn a lot about content and transformation stories from the diet industry because they sell before and after pictures better than anybody else, right? No, you're not ever buying um, a restrictive diet and 500 push-ups a day. You're buying the transformation. You're buying the 
sexy after picture you're you know you're or whatever if it's the whatever whatever you you've bought into if it's the the spaghetti arms to big bulky person or big bulky person to tiny person in we we can all learn from the diet industry about those kinds of stories and i say i see this when people have complex solutions so software that's complex they want to tell you exactly how it works but i'm already not listening you know, it's, it's much more about like, okay, after I use this software, what is better for me? What does my life look like? How is it better? And it actually sort of takes the pressure off of you because yes, of course you are the expert in your software, but they're hiring the expert there. So you don't have to pass along your PhD level of knowledge about whatever it is that you sell when you're helping your clients um, or helping prospects become clients. Okay. I love the idea of stories and I love the idea of focusing on the transformation, but what do you do if you're in an industry where you have, you have a solution and many of the stories start to feel the same? How do you keep coming up with new content when whether it's Frodo or Bilbo Baggins or whoever is rolling through the story, your role is fairly similar. How do you keep that interesting and different? Well, stop talking about Frodo. Talk about somebody else, right? Your role is always going to be the same. But the stories that, and it's funny too, because when a prospect is looking for a solution and they look at your content, they think, well, but does it work for this specific, I'm left-handed. I, I didn't see a left-handed example of this transformation. And then, so then you tell a story about a left-handed person who comes, that's a silly example, but the more stories you tell about more different kinds of people, will this work for Fortune 500? Will this work for high tech? Will this work for the retail industry, the more different types of people you can talk about, the better it is. Because again, you should be sick of your story because you're not telling it, right? Your story about your process, your software, your solution, your product, your service, whatever it is that you sell, that's not the interesting part. What the interesting part is what's in it for the Frodo's of the world. And you're right. Like you come to, you come to Lord of the Rings and you think, well, I'm not a hobbit. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like uh, I'm a human. How can this possibly help me? So then then it's then it becomes Gandalf's job to tell stories about other people he's helped with his wizardry who weren't in the Shire. Or... <laughs> okay, so we beat we have beat the Hobbit uh, analogy to death, and I can definitely see how a lot of industries can use this. And would you even say that this could work for something as repetitive as home services? Can you still make your customers? Heroes, even if you're doing something like being an electrician or carpet or HVAC, let's say. Sure, because the pro let's let's use the carpet example. The problem that you, as a carpet company, solve is not just replacing old, dirty carpets, but helping people with the 
hassle of actually having that done. So what you do is you tell a story about somebody who called you on a Monday and had a brand new house by Friday afternoon and how easy it was for them and how seamless the transition was. You definitely don't have to say you have 5,000 different carpet samples. That Nobody cares about that. They're like, huh. So if I called you on a Monday, I could have a new house basically by the end of, of the week for the for the following weekend all right i want to learn more so all of those every time you help somebody and especially like in a repair situation if you're an electrician and you go you know you, it's biblical right you you go somewhere and you're like let there be light here we are you know? so there's i think mar- especially with with the the local businesses marketing is just storytelling so keeping, you know, if you don't want your, your plumbers to be the face of your business, that's fine. Just make your customers the face of your business. Let them tell your story. The plumber telling me he's awesome. Doesn't do an ounce of good. 10 people in my neighborhood telling me a plumber's awesome. That does something. So if you can get other people to tell stories for you, that's, I mean, that's enough marketing for a local business that'll keep you in leads for the next six to eight months. Awesome. As we're wrapping up, any other tips to maybe organize some of the chaos and sort of map out a plan to use your stories? Yes. So we have a content playbook, which we'll link to, right? We can link to that in this show notes, Yes, um, which is free. Um, and it goes through a, one of the best pieces of it is this content workbook. So you're really thinking about the user when you go through the content workbook. Where are they hanging out? What do they like to to consume, what are they concerned about? What keeps them up at night? Not, not everything's going to, um, resonate, but the enough, if you answer enough of those questions, you'll really be in their mindset. And when we're experts, which is what we are when we're on, when we're building businesses around our ideas, we forget how, what it's like to not be an expert. So we, we, instead of dumbing it down, we have to remember that our person is a person and that, especially on this and the small and micro level, people do business with people. Absolutely. And so I'd love to, I'd love to show that to you. I'd love to give you a content calendar and a content workbook and a content. There's a whole bunch of things in this con in this mini content playbook that will help you generate a ton of ideas for creating content weekly for the next six months. Awesome. Well, I'm going to encourage all of you to check out. We'll have a link in the show notes so you can learn more. Kathleen, thank you so much for being a part of the show. Thank you so much, Lorraine. If you've enjoyed today's conversation, if you'd like to find other resources for your business, be sure to check out the digitaltoolbox.club. Look for MTFW wherever you listen to podcasts. This has been another episode of More Than A Few Words. Thanks for listening.